0: Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show.
1: I need to get inside your head, I got to know if you insane,
2: how long have you been, been uh, stirred up like that? Uh,
0: just kind of, it kind of comes and goes, um, but today, um. I had a big popcorn order. I was out early, and um, I don't know. I've just been I've been a little stiff, but uh, I was telling her a while ago that I think I just <clears throat> just because I forgot my arthritis med earlier today, it just makes it, my neck starts to get stiff and and everything. So um, whenever we left the house, we went back over to the shop and I went on dropped one. We'll, dude, then, it, then you we'll felt fucking tight dude oh yeah yeah i felt so much better now it's just amazing if i could get behind me and squeeze my neck and you know and put some pressure and stuff on it i mean it would it would change a lot but i can't <laughs> <laughs> well, when i run my
2: thumb down through there i was like holy it felt like, like i was rolling my thumb over pencils mm-hmm. was, yeah. speed bumps in your back
3: push the start. No, you, Did you push the start
2: button? I'm keeping her down there. That's where I'm, that's where I'm going to keep her. <laughs> yes, I hit start, I hit record, oh, but I hadn't turned your microphone up I was say. or make you earn it.
3: My mouth on it. There you go. Okay, I'm on.
2: Thanks, thanks to my producer check, Judd over here check. pointing at it, pointing at it, Look, like I didn't know what was going on. No, we'll keep her turned down. Oh,
3: listen, <laughs> I don't put anything past you.
2: Well, thanks a lot. Hey, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood, and tonight I'm in here. i got Got Harpoon and jutting here, and, and for some reason, she keeps coming back. Miss Alabama's here sitting around with us for the first time <laughs> you were in a while. begging
3: me. I was like, oh, there man. was no I'm like, begging, mango, man. Just calm down. No, 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 no,
2: no. There was no begging I will do taking my best. place. I, I, I'm, I'm not a... going to beg a woman. It sounded like begging. I don't know. <laughs> open this jar for me. I'm a man. I can open a jar.
3: Because I'm a man, and I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. There you go. <laughs> Am I too loud? Am I good?
2: You're fine. Okay gonna raise your hand now or you're gonna wait <laughs>
0: oh boy <laughs> she's been blowing all afternoon oh all
2: afternoon. <laughs> what? no you're not gonna get it they get it the back man you get already, this one though already
3: starting all right yeah
2: so how was y'all week this week mm. harpoon you want to start us over here
0: <clears throat> i'll tell you what this today i I, th- I saw two chicks bowing up on each other no at the back of the shop well not the back of my shop, but I'd stopped to get some beer um to bring to the house and uh, I pulled around the back of the shell station hmm and there was this twenty ish looking uh young lady, and then there was the 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 lady that was actually pointing her finger and doing all the head shaking and the one was actually you know throwing the jabber on <laughs> the, the yeah uh, she was probably in her thirties or late thirties, maybe. So <clears throat> there was a, a an age gap there, but but she was definitely up in her face, and and I couldn't really hear what was going on. I really wasn't trying to hear, but when I saw, I, I noticed it immediately when I pulled around the building, you know, to come in the back door because she just all you know got her chest. Did you hear poked what they were saying? Out. No, I really didn't. So when, I, but I thought to myself, there were two other girls out there that were watching they were pretty close i guess they were there just to break it up or whatever i don't know but um anyway uh i i was going inside i went inside to go get some beer <clears throat> came back out and there's still that one girl is still you know blah, 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 you know and pointing and all this stuff like that so i go get in my car and i think to myself okay man i'm fixing to get some footage for the show <laughs> man i'm fixing to i bring this over here and but about the time I broke out my phone, man, they they started going a different direction. I'm like, daggum, man, I should have done that before I went inside." You drop it. Well, if they didn't throw any punches, it'd just been a waste of time anyway. Yeah, but it looked like
2: they were fixing to get busy. Oh, well, Justin dropped his his vape, so we're going to do should a deep dive under the table now. Under here we go. Table diving. Watch your head.
3: Forty foot cord right there.
2: He's back. How was how was uh work this weekend um crazy we, or
0: we were we were crazy saturday um thursday and friday were pretty slow uh it was real it was real pretty this weekend um so i don't know if you know folks were just i don't know whatever it was we weren't very busy thursday and friday but saturday was just off it was just blowing us up yeah so
2: jet what about you man you think crazy happened this week nope Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Next, fantastic man. Great.
0: We um, didn't. Uh, well, some of us lived the dream. Did you find out anything more about the about the um, medical sales here? No.
2: Well, I know our town's located.
0: Yeah, that's what that, that's what we were talking about. He said yeah. he had he had uh, he so knew somebody. It's been approved. Yeah, yeah. Which I was shocked. Think about it. Six years ago, you couldn't buy beer in the town. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, man, you could buy beer, beer and ham, Weed. Yeah.
2: How about that? Looking crazy. The times <laughs> they are a changing, man. <laughs> all
0: right, Miss Alabama.
2: How about how was your week? And here, what? we go. Overalls on tonight. Yeah. Yep. Got them cut off so they actually fit. Didn't even hit I even them. I, cut, I put some
3: holes, extra holes in them. Too. I'm surprised you're
2: wearing flip flops. Surprised you didn't come barefooted, like any good Alabama person would. I,
3: I went ahead and put my clothes on, just <laughs> so you know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> no. Um, let's see. Another trip to Georgia. Um, flew into Gainesville. Got a of my bosses. Rented a car. Ooh, four days. Valdosta, um, Moultrie, New Alb. No Albany. Albany. I don't even know. Columbus. And drove all the way back. It's a lot. That's a, That's a little, lot of road little, time. It it really was, um, but <clears throat> Georgia's big. In case you didn't know, like there's yeah. a lot. That's like a big state. <laughs> so, uh,
2: I mean, I drive a lot for my job, but nowhere near. But you're you're driving and having appointments and stuff, and getting out and talking yeah. to people. I walk in, drop off a box, and leave. Yeah, you That's know,
3: a, it's definitely different, especially you know these are all new customers, so I'm having to. Uh, <clears throat> really stay like on it like you got to be involved exactly and really try to get to know these customers and and you know it's just starting out you know you're trying to earn their trust but it's you know as much as you can i'm some stranger and i'm like hey you want to give me some money check for hundred fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> you need some equipment so trust is uh you know uh kind of important in sales but uh Told harpoon I said it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of those years It's gonna be a lot of road uh, road time um, having to take some extra trips out to california just because of new customers and trying to build relationships so it's gonna take a deep breath and ready Do for, it t- well, i
2: mean you got a whole new territory yeah so it's gonna be a lot of yeah you know was it was it uh kissing hands and shaking babies yeah, gonna be gonna be a lot of that going on. A <laughs> Try lot of to, that, kissing <laughs> hands and shaking hands. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for
3: whatever reason, I understood what you were saying. Yeah, of course uh, you did. <sighs> made sense. Yeah, so yeah, just from that trip, we already scheduled a, a tr- another trip out to California. Um, so yeah, well, yeah,
2: good for you. So it is good though. <laughs> you have all the California you want. Never, uh, I have got no. no reason to ever go there. <laughs> well, ever. it's
3: funny because. Um, that's why we started um, taking customers out to Houston, because so many customers in my territory we, uh, don't want to go out to California. Well, we, we finally did a very, very large, I mean, huge, like the largest world's gym um, is out there in Houston. And uh, the sales rep just did over a million dollars of equipment. Wow. Right in there. So its it was an old Sears. It's 100,000 100, square feet.
2: I thought about that commission check. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was his quota in one cell, basically. What quota. for the year? Done. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Well, he's got a bigger one, actually, but a lot of us, that's that's close to our quotas. Yeah. Some of the smaller territories. A million one. But uh, so that was <clears throat> actually, what, two weeks before that, I was in Houston, and that was the kind of the first trial run of a customer experience out there, just because both guys would not. And what was crazy, like, one of them would not wear a mask anywhere. And that's the other reason I couldn't get him on a plane. I mean, he was not getting on a plane. But I said, hey, what about just an hour and a half? And he's like, all right, I can do an hour and a half. And literally that night, the mask mandate was dropped on, on the planes. <laughs> I was like, dude, what did you do? Like, some kind of voodoo, like, you know, crazy to get the shit uh, to get the mask mandate dropped. But um, so anyway, we've started that because I've got so many customers that just will not go yeah. to California.
2: I don't blame them. I've okay. got really got no desire to go to California. There's nothing there that I can't find somewhere else. It's different. Yeah. You know? For sure. Um, my week was so damn easy. It should be illegal for me to get paid for it. I did, like, next to nothing. Is your first week back? First week back from vacation. They're easing me back into it, I guess. Um, yeah, just my standard run every night. I think uh, three nights I had to do an extra supplement way back. But no no emergency runs or anything. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a great week at work. I was able to get everything done. Plus, some um, um, uh, the morning shift guy retired Friday was his last day. So I saw him Thursday morning before I left, you know, i good for him. I mean, it was, he's, he'd been there for like 12 years, maybe. Um, he got, he, he worked for a local furniture manufacturer. They did a big bunch of layoffs years ago and he, he had to work somewhere. So he he wanted to end up getting a job with the company I work for. And so he's hanging it up. Um what's the funny story? My my cousin's daughter is a teacher. And uh when she was little, she was super picky about everything she ate. Like your standard kid, you know. It was uh, chicken nuggets, macaroni and cheese, uh, mashed potatoes maybe, you know, just that. Well, her thing was she always wanted vina sausages. That's what she, if they went somewhere to eat, they had a can of vina sausages in the purse for this child, okay? But she didn't in call the them Vice. Do what now? In the,
3: in, the in the purse. In the purse. In the purse.
2: But she didn't call them Vienna sausages. For some reason, she <laughs> called them beaners, Okay. I don't know if it was from Beanie Weenies or what, but she's she'd always say, "I want I want my beaners." And so somebody had made a meme of on Facebook of every family's got the kid that only eats these things, and it was, it was like it was like Dino Bites and macaroni and cheese and rolls and mashed potatoes, you know. And I posted it on on her page and said, <laughs> "I thought of you immediately when I saw this." Okay, I think I think it was last Monday before we came over here to record. And uh and so whenever we got her got home opened up Facebook for the second time that day looked at it and I saw I had a comment on that on that meme I posted on her face so I clicked on it and my mom had responded to it but you couldn't see what she wrote instead it said some people some people of the community could find this comment could find this comment <laughs> offensive I thought holy shit what did mom write about chicken chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese. Well, your you know? mom
3: triggered the Facebook warning. Yes. Oh, my My gosh. mother's comment okay. was
2: blacked out. It said people in the community will find this offensive. And so I'm t- like, what the fuck awesome. did you write on, on her page? And she's like, why? I said, because I can't see it because Facebook says it's offensive. And she said, well, all I said was, <laughs> I don't see any baners in that picture. My mother <laughs> didn't know beaners was a slang term for Hispanics. Oh, and so, yeah, Facebook was like, <laughs> blah, blah. the sirens were going off, in Palo Alto, Zuckerberg Facebook sits straight tail. up in his bed, you know. So, my mom is on Facebook. Zuckerberg. <laughs> so, my mom is on Facebook using racial slurs that she don't even know exists, and so I was howling, howling, okay, screaming, laughing, told Tank. She wet her pants laughing, you know. So I was like, "Mom, why'd you put beaners on?" I didn't mean it. To, I, she didn't know that yeah. was a term for Hispanics until, shit, maybe twenty years ago, when she was working in a factory and she was talking about this this, this you know my cousin's daughter always asking for beaners. And of course, there's a table full of Mexicans sitting behind her, and everybody's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "What?" She was, "That's what she called them. She called vine also beaners. Like, you can't use that term." She's like, what term? She's like, beaners. She's like, what does that mean? She had, in her 50s, she had no clue what beaners were, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, mom Mom set off the, the the Facebook algorithm, especially to get banned for it. I would have laughed so hard. That would have been. When my
3: son was like fourth grade, maybe, I get the phone call from the principal or the teacher. I don't remember. <clears throat> Miss, uh, Miss, I need you to come up to the school. and. Um-
2: I'll believe that. Don't worry.
3: Oh my god. <laughs> did that didn't
2: I? Don't I got say, you. Don't, worry. Don't world. say names.
3: <laughs> Don't say cities. Okay. Um so anyway, get the, I had to go. I have to go. My son's in trouble, right? And she's sitting Brings me in and um she's like, you, you know, he was saying a bad word. And there were kids around and, you know, he kept saying it da, 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 and I was like, what? what did my son say? So we well, just kept saying pussy and Smarty saying hit. pussy. And I was like, and, and mine are always been very like just behind the times. Right. They just still, they, they're him saying that word. I was going, okay. So I'm like, I'm so sorry. You know, what do we need to do? I'll, I'll talk to my son. Da, 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 da. I get Alex later and I'm going, Hey buddy, like, So tell me what was going on. And uh, they were just, all these kids were around. They were joking and talking. And I'm not sure, I don't remember what it was. But I said, well, what did you say? And he said, Mama, we were talking about Sylvester and and Putty Cat, the cartoon. Gotcha. (laughs) And so he literally was just talking about Sylvester and Putty Cat. And when he said Putty Cat, all the kids were like going, say that again, say that again. So, of course, he said it again, and the teacher thought he was saying pussy.
2: Yeah, he got a laugh, so he kept saying it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But he was literally going, I was talking about Sylvester and Poodie Cat.
2: Yeah. You know, Looney Tunes weren't the most wholesome thing looking back at them. <laughs>
3: <Really laughs> Do you know, like when
2: they re release them on DVD or, or Blu ray now, they put the warning yeah. at the beginning of it? about, really? Yeah. Did you remember they had like little African dude with a bone through his nose. Pepe Le Pew was you know, so Pepe was like politically to get all rapey. They totally <laughs> canceled
1: Le Yeah. You
2: give one cat GHB and they lose their Cancel fucking mind. <laughs> just one date rape. Come on.
3: He was always seducing that.
2: They wouldn't seduce <laughs> it he wasn't seducing. He had his hands on her. <laughs> no. It wasn't like love notes. What
3: was her name?
2: To my pussy. Yeah. He was getting Pepe,
3: his, was he was
2: Pepe was drowning in that shit. He was pussy that's for sure. <laughs> Working in it? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Was, like, you look back at a lot of the Looney Tunes stuff. Especially, like, the ones, like, from the 40s. Where it was, like, depicting Japanese people with big teeth and the glasses and all. You know? Yeah. All that shit. Now it would not fly at all. No. No. Uh, breaking news. Uh, the fugitives from La- from Lauderdale County, Alabama, got caught. The woman who was a jail... Administrator. She was like over the jail in Lauderdale County, Alabama. Do you see anything about that? It's been like two weeks now. Uh, she helped. She okay. She sold her house for a third of what it was worth, and then she put in her retirement papers at the jail, and then she helped a dude who was being held for capital murder escape. You didn't see any of this? No. Okay. So she I, I keep up with nothing. I know you don't. I, I got you. I got you right <laughs> okay. again, man. Yeah. That's why Juck comes here for the news. That's yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, it's if it. it went for this Honestly.
2: show, it's just him and his bunker with Nancy and the cats and the dogs. Um That's true. So she ups this dude who's wanted for who was being held on a capital murder charge. She's like, I'm taking him to the court to the courthouse. I guess they have like their interrogations rooms at the courthouse, which is kinda weird. I'm taking them over there for a a Saki evaluation. Well, number one, they never transport people charged with capital murder with just one deputy. But, of course, her being over it, everybody's like, okay. You know? And so they hop in the cruiser and leave. And five and a half hours later, they find the cruiser abandoned. And so everybody's like, oh, my God. The motherfucker was six foot nine, by the way.
3: And he had he really looked different. Did you see all the different pictures of him? Like he was like like he they were talking about how he just really changes in his look like the whole time that I don't
2: know. I don't care how you change he your look, you're six foot fucking nine. I wanna <laughs> be like, there he is. That's a really easy one, is it not? How many people do you know six foot nine or above? Uh, a couple one or two? A couple. That's well, about I have it. One. I have so one. yeah, you, you can shave yeah. him however you want to shave him, you know. It's still him.
3: I know, but they were just saying he was very like changing his identity even, like, while he was in prison. Yeah. I don't know. He a sleep full with of tattoos, craziness. too. He must have been writing some really good love notes for her I to don't. take off and break him so out of jail. anyway,
2: <laughs> then they're, they're like, okay, uh, he's kidnapped her. You know, and then they're like, well, she just put it, She did just put in her retirement papers a couple weeks ago, and she did just sell her house for a third of what it was worth. told everybody she was going to take the money and move to the beach for, with $95,000. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) bitch. You know the housing market. (laughs) I don't think you do. Ninety-five k. Yeah, she got ninety-five k for her for her house.
1: I'm gonna get a condo for
2: two months. (laughs) 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 And so they're like, oh, well, maybe she was in on it. So then they're like, oh, well, now we're looking for both of them. You know, she's she's aiding and abetting. They found her SUV in Nashville this past week. And it looks like she tried to do like a rattle can spa- spray paint job on it and got like a tenth of a quarter panel sprayed. And she's like, nah, this ain't going to work. So she just <laughs> she stopped. And uh, and so I'm like. car just says lice. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up here today and I'm kind of getting things ready for the show and everything. And it pops up breaking news. They caught them in Evansville, Indiana. Because they saw him, some nice beach front up there. Yeah, so they saw this son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> they got Gigantor walking around a damn car wash. They
3: sound like they could have easily just accidentally took a right instead of a left. Okay, and ended up in Indiana.
2: This is where I am getting to. Okay, and she tried to shoot herself and she failed. So they took her to the hospital. So he's in custody. She's in the hospital in custody. All right, this is where I'm, I told I told mom. I said, you better get ready for this week's episode. I am going to go on a rant. What kind of dumb fuck lives this close? to this close to it, to the ocean. And they're going to escape the law. And they go, you know what? Let's go fucking north. Let, let's, let's drive across 80% of this country. To trying to get to Canada, I guess. They might been going. Or trying to live off the grid somewhere. I told mom. I said, they had a five and a half hour head start. They could have been to the coast. And charter a fucking boat. And go fucking anywhere. The world, is, the world is, is is wherever you want to go now, because you're on the ocean. You can go fucking anywhere. No, they drive through the entire fucking country, trying to escape to Canada, maybe. But yeah, they went north when they're already this far south. Go to fucking Mexico. Go to the ocean. Go anywhere. You had 95k, man. You gotta, you gotta go south. <laughs> go to the swamps in Louisiana. They will never find you ass there. Right. Now I mean, it makes me so mad when criminals do dumb shit, because I want to do that shit, but I also you know want to keep my wife and shit. You know what I mean? I'm, t- I'm kind of tied down. <laughs> if, if something ever happens, think, y'all y'all better be ready. Hango's going on the lamb. He's knocking over a bank. He's going to hit. The, he's going to have a boat waiting. We doing this driving to Canada shit. Mm. Too fucking cold. Women are ugly. You don't want to go to Canada. You want to go south, right? Yes. Apologies <laughs> to all my ugly yes. Canadian listeners. I apologize. I would
3: agree.
2: Um, yeah, it Where Pretty me... women
3: are yeah in the south.
2: Yeah, I want to go there. The further south you go, the prettier they get. Plum down to the penguins. Better, just keep p- on tan way. lines. <laughs> they have some. Yeah. It's not. They're not wind chapped. Um. But yeah, it, it fucking it pisses me off so much ashy. when they're ashy in the north. Ashy? Oh, they're dry. Yeah. Sorry. Um. People who did do it right, you see the news out of Las Vegas? Lake Mead is drying up. Drying up. Yeah. You seen any of it? I know you hadn't, you don't watch the news. <laughs> um I know I know where Lake Mead is. Okay. So, yeah. Well you're <laughs> one ahead of me, so I didn't know. All right, where Lake, Lake Mead is. is like that's where it feeds the Hoover Dam to create electricity for Vegas and all the all that area. Um It's been losing a lot of water for a while though. Yeah, but now it's kind of peculiar because now it's low enough. They, this past week, they found a oil barrel with human remains inside of it. Mm-hmm. How did those get there? Clintons.
3: <laughs> is there a conspiracy theory guess. about the oil barrel?
2: What? It's close to Vegas. Who started Vegas? Oh
3: well, yeah. Yeah. But I was just going the other route, figured there'd be some kind of weird conspiracy oh, theory around Oh, the
2: Clintons? Used, it. It was, yeah, Clintons. Oil probably. barrels? Yeah. yeah. Don't trust them. I didn't know that. Only bad thing about the South is where the Clintons came from. Um, But today they said, oh, the water's lower, and we found some more. So there's no telling how many bones they're going to find at the bottom of <laughs> Lake Mead when all this is over. <laughs> Guys who did it right. That barrel's probably from the like, 1960s. Guys who did it right, unlike Gigantor and the Dumb
0: Blonde. Mm. It's, it's <laughs> that's and I the mean, Dumb Blonde. Well, you're right, man. There's no telling. I mean, anything going on in Vegas, I mean, you know, could be some tourist that... Oh, yeah, it was a tourist. <laughs> no, it was somebody
2: who owes me fucking money, and they got dumped in the fucking lake. That's, right. that's what happened. <laughs> Let's be realist here. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking desert out there. Oh, yeah. Was it on Casino? Joe Pesci? It's a lot of fucking desert and a lot of fucking holes. That was the
3: best movie <laughs> Maybe.
2: Yeah, I never would. I would never thought about using Lake Mead to dump bodies. I just thought you I can dig a hole. And I didn't realize it was that big.
0: What Lake Mead? Uh huh. Oh yeah, I, it's huge. Yeah, I, I just didn't. I mean, I I knew it was a big body of water, but I didn't realize it was you know big enough to <clears throat> create all the, the electricity for all that area. I didn't realize that. Yep. Nice. Uh, let's see here.
2: I saw John Jones maybe going to heavyweight. Yep. Against gonna fight Stephen Miocić. Uh
0: I tell you what, man, I think that I think he's gonna be pretty tough on heavyweights. I mean he's a big lanky guy anyway. Dude, it, anybody's all
2: tough and hard when they're full of all the juice and cocaine that that Mexico can provide. Yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> I, I honestly man, I'm not a John Jones fan. I just I just think that um I, I just think the way he's built um you know he's 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 got long arms kind of a uh, long legs so he's <clears throat> you know he's striking he's got more leverage for uh, any of the the grappling i just think i think that i mean there's a lot of big guys that are in the heavyweight division um
2: yeah stephane knows no, some not some short guy himself i mean is a pretty tall guy yeah but, he's he's a big guy but john has got a crazy reach on him though i agree with you mm-hmm. legs and arms both yeah
0: and, I, and you know, um, it, it, it. There's always just going to be that. Uh, um, what is it, What was he? Was it human growth hormone that he was yeah, using?
2: Yeah, HGH. Or was was I don't know if he was using H HGH Something. or not.
0: Whatever it was, man. I mean, you know, I mean, he got he got popped twice, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. So, I don't know. I mean, I just that. I like to, I would like to, I always like to see the sport, man, as clean as possible to make it fair. Um, but, you know, Stipe is a, he's a tough guy, man. I mean, hell, he, he held, uh, he, longest strain heavyweight ever. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he held the belt for longer than anybody, I thought. Yep. So, it, so it would be a tough fight. So this is all
3: I know about mm-hmm. fighting. There's a TikTok out there right now. Oh, boy. It's like the best, like 30 seconds. You've not seen that? There's two huge. Whatever MMA fighters, you haven't seen that one? Mm-hmm. The only one that saw that. Come on, uh,
2: Nope. No, don't watch the news. Sure Surely on fucking you sure, TikTok.
3: no, oh, anyway, it was just two huge dudes, and one hit one guy, about knocked him down. He gets back up, and they're they're just they're they're long. It was a big kick and knocks the other guy down. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the other guy goes down, not the first guy. That, okay, sorry. I thought you guys would have seen that TikTok because oh. you were talking about fighting.
0: It was just a battle between a couple of guys. Best yeah, 30 seconds like, in MMA or something?
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was on my, uh, what is it? MMA TikTok? Mm hmm. Coming through my feed. <laughs> <I was kidding.
0: laughs> what? Talk, talking about, like, Like Kick the birds.
3: Like the birds were on my TikTok this morning. Yeah. Yeah, the TikTok. Oh, birds of TikTok. MMA of TikTok. Coming through.
0: Just random. You know, we were talking about the uh, the UFC, you know, and we were giving our picks. Oh, yeah. They're like not in the chat, yeah. Um, have you all watched the uh, the video of Tony Ferguson?
2: Uh, I did, I saw the ending of the Oliveira fight. Yeah. Um,
0: you need to – well, the, the whole fight was good, um, but the way it ended with the guy giving him a front kick, I'm going to tell you something, man. That was – well, Dana White said it was the most brutal knockout he had ever seen. Was he what is it, like a so, – kick him in the chin or what uh, did he, he do? Kick do? him straight in the chin. They were they were uh, squared up and uh, popping each other <clears throat> quite a bit. And the guy uh, – I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Do you, do you remember who I he was fighting?
2: I just saw Tony was fighting.
0: <clears throat> well, the guy that he was fighting – is uh a shorter thicker stockier guy i mean he's um you know tony's a little taller and a little more lanky a little skinnier uh and this guy's got some tree trunk thighs you know soccer player looking um build on him and as they're as they're squaring up and they're and they're throwing fists at each other tony uh looked like he was about to throw and the guy i almost called his name the guy just stepped in I mean he like came from back his right and just uppercutted with his right at <sighs> the ball, like his toes up underneath his chin. It looked like a like like you were gonna punt the football. Mm-hmm. Tony never saw it coming. It came from yeah. right up underneath him. And, man, they showed it three or four times <sighs> in slow mo. And you talk about the ripple of the power that just went through him. Well they took him to the hospital, man, gave him all sorts of brain scans and all sorts of stuff. I mean I mean he was I'm going to tell you something, man. He went out. And, and it wasn't just like he went out and came back to the whole, the whole time they had the video on him for 30 or 40 seconds. He was like a limp rag. Yeah. I mean, like out. Yeah. It's worth watching YouTube that because it's, that's incredible. Check it out. Yeah.
2: I saw, saw the ending of the Oliveira fight. Uh, of course he, he, he was already stripped of the belt. Um, and then he ended up winning mm-hmm. uh, by a rear naked choke I think mm-hmm. and I heard the Rose Namajunas fight was shit they said it was horrible one of the worst fights I've ever seen and then at the end of the fight she, I love Rose and she was playing, saying I'm the greatest I'm the greatest and then she lost Everybody's like it was it was the most boring shit they said this dance the whole fucking time yeah I Joe, take, take down here or there Joe, Joe Rogan was like going how
0: do you even score this fight it was uh, what everybody said it was it was and, and honestly the uh, the takedown uh, was was basically because rose stepped in you know to um and and she was i don't know threw a a, a punch the other the other girl i can't think of her name either right off the top of my head but she dug and and just tied her up and basically just rode her back down to the ground yeah. just to get her just to get down i mean it was just i mean it was just uh, it was it was crazy so, uh, oh,
2: you see the thing about Dave Chappelle getting attacked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did. Yeah. Did you I see that? Like, I was
3: looking for the video. I didn't. I got you the
2: got picture. Got a picture of the aftermath of. <laughs> Is there
3: a video?
1: It? That's what they would look like when they I got didn't... done with. Him. I saw him carting him off, but I
2: didn't watch any of the like video. That's what or Dave anything. Chappelle did to the guy. That's what Dave Chappelle's people did to the guy. Oh, people
3: did it. Okay.
2: Yeah. That arm Do we broke, know what he said? Yeah. Um. No. He 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 jumped on on stage and Dave. Dave had a little judo move there. He kind of sidestepped the guy, like kind of rolled over his hip. That kind of tripped Dave. He fell down. Dave got up and ran off. Jamie Foxx apparently was on the front row with a cowboy hat on and jumped up on stage. And like the the bodyguards came from around, around. They had like a something in the center of the stage, like a little backdrop, a solid backdrop in the middle of the stage, but you could go around either side of it. Yeah. And so the dude scrambled around behind that, and that's where the bodyguards got a hold of him. And that was like the worst fucking place to be. Yeah, out of sight. Out nobody, of sight. <laughs> There's nobody saying, "Hey, leave him alone." And they, it looks like like the the left side of his face was face down because it's not hurt, but that right side
0: it then swolled up. <laughs> they, you could you could definitely tell in that picture that that's the arm they had cranked behind hey, his back end. as they were pounding on him, and somebody just kept. Pulling up on it. Just kept working the fuck it. out of it. Yeah, that dude right there is not going to be throwing any softballs anytime soon. He's going to be throwing shit. He's going to be rotting anytime soon. No,
2: yeah, I, I, I saw when they were dragging him back behind that thing. One of the guys was already stomping. I'm like, oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> Them stomps, they going to feel good at all tomorrow morning. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad Dave was okay. Chris Rock got up on stage and he said, was that, was that Will Smith? Yeah. And, uh, cheap one. Y'all get some news going? And uh, i got a couple articles here in the no shit news section. FBI searched data of millions of Americans without warrants. What? I'm blown away. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I thought I thought that was, was kind of understood. FBI searched emails, texts, and other electronic communications of as many as three point four million US residents without a warrant over a year, the nation's top spy chief said in a report. The queries were made between December twenty twenty and november twenty twenty one by Federal Bureau of Investigation Personnel who had looked for signs of threats and terrorists within electronic data legally collected under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, according to the Anglo Transparency Report, issued Friday. The surge came as the FBI made a push to stop hacking attacks. Hacking attacks. But the American Civil Liberties Union called called it an invasion of privacy on an erroneous scale. Mm -hmm. More of the same shit. They're gonna keep fucking doing it, so you probably got red on. Better, better watch your stuff. More no shit news.
0: That was in twenty and twenty one, right? Mm-hmm. Erroneous. What does that mean?
2: Frivolous. It has no merit. They have no reason to be doing it. I did not know. Yeah, see,
3: learn something new every day.
2: There you go, people. Hang around me, you learn some shit. Big words. <clears throat> Researchers find that Amazon uses Alexa voice data to target you with ads. You like that? Yeah. No shit. I love my no shit news segment. This is great. A repro- <laughs> report released last week contends that Amazon uses voice data from Echo devices to serve targeted ads on its own platforms and the web. The report produced by researchers affiliated with the University of Washington, University of Washington, UC Davis, UC Irvine, and Northeastern University, said the ways Amazon does this does this is inconsistent with its privacy policies. No shit. Yeah, I could have yeah. saved those universities a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't their money. That's where they really got a federal grant yeah, to do this shit. Yeah. it's
0: our money, right? I mean, pretty much there. All the all the big players are are listening, and and but yeah, Facebook's been proven to do it. I mean. And, we were just talking earlier today about uh, birds and, and other things like that. We were talking about, you know. Oh, hell, do you you to another natural walk?
3: I was talking about the Blue Jay. Damn and I didn't get yesterday. invited this time. And sure enough, birds of TikTok. <laughs> and there was a Blue Jay video come up came up on TikTok.
2: You need to get TikTok, TikTok off of your phone. I I'm
3: addicted to that. that is I'm the, addicted to that freaking That's the out. Chinese
2: Communist Party. Oh, God. Finding out everything you do.
3: Yeah, it obviously knows I like. You gotta look at look at
2: gun gang. videos, give them a little fright and, and butt flap onesies. <laughs> <laughs> what
3: did you say? The mils of TikTok.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. she's got an edger, y'all. Uh oh. Ring the bell. Mm-hmm. An edger. Yep. Oh yeah. They're edging with your, your edger of the day.
3: Man, I love watching those kinds of videos too. I can watch people edging the yard for way too long.
2: Right, speaking of the Clintons. Judd's going to find that. this is Judd's episode. I found out all the news articles for him to go. No shit. Deutsche Bank whistleblower found dead in Los Angeles. A self described, comically terrible spy who is believed to have worked for federal authorities investigating the activities of Deutsche Bank and its ties with former President Donald Trump was found dead east of Lincoln Park, said a uh, police said Tuesday. Valentine. Broke smite, 45 was found at 7 a.m. Monday at the 40, 4,500 block of some street I can't pronounce, in Los Angeles. Autopsies pending, determined cause of death. They reported missing last year when police said that he was last seen around 4 p.m. Um, in a red Mini Cooper on Riverside Drive in Griffith Park. So, yeah. Would
0: they find him in a... Oil can. No,
2: with no oil can. He was sitting, <laughs> sitting on the street, sounds like to me. <laughs> shit. Uh so yeah. We're no shit new. If you go sticking your nose where it don't belong, and you find something good, they're gonna pop you. Um this news made Tink very happy. You know, Tink hates oranges. Orgies? Or-
3: <laughs> that's a nice this, that's a typo a- and a half right there. <laughs>
2: Oranges, oranges. Okay, this is a little pennies panties <laughs> thing we're doing now. Orgies and oranges. Careful. Don't hit send. Tropicana created a cereal to be mixed specifically with orange juice.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Gross. Be sure
2: you get it with extra pulp. Tropicana will release a cereal specifically intended to mix with orange juice instead of milk in honor of National Orange Day, which was on May fourth. Dubbed the Tropicana Crunch. It's touted May as May forth be with you. Get out! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you get one day to do that left shit.
3: It wide open. I had to say it.
2: That's what she said. Wide open. Dubbed the Tropicana Crunch. It's touted as the first ever breakfast cereal created to pair with Tropicana Pure Premium Orange Juice. Tropicanacrunch.com dot com will be the only place to get the odd cereal starting on that day in May. The juice company will give away boxes for free while supplies last. Tropicana Crunch is described on the box as a honey almond cereal, and the website claims that it was honey almond clusters. Yeah. Uh,
0: now all you gotta do is just is, is contact them; they'll send you a box for free.
2: It, as long as while supplies last, they may already be out by now. Ooh. That was last week. That'd be interesting just to see what it is they paired with orange juice. You, you, I want to see you. Can, can you imagine getting a carton of orange juice out and pouring it over your cereal? No, I, can't I
1: did it, it with Frosted Flakes one time. Orange on, juice? on purpose? Well, I didn't have any milk. So I was like, eh, let's, let's go put some water same, on that shit. It to the same place. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, it down. It was, did you eat it?
2: It was terrible. Yeah, I ate it. Oh, God. I ain't going to waste it. Extra sugary orange juice. The most sugary drink in the world with more sugar in it. I bet you were wired that fucking day. I don't remember it. <laughs> is that nothing special? I remember doing it. I remember mixing it. But <laughs> did that, you wonder? This was a long. That was a long, long time. This is how far I've come. I'm pouring orange juice over my cereal. Right. Add a
3: little vodka to it. Then you had a little Ooh, nice little little, uh, breakfast. little morning
0: cocktail. Screwdriver <laughs> breakfast.
3: Cereal drink. Cereal.
0: That may have been the day, man, that your mom wore your ass out down the church aisle. <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> it may have been. It's kids bouncing off the walls. right. (laughs) Sit still. I can't. I can't. I can't.
2: Uh, Let's see here. Young people are found to be lonelier than ever. More no shit news. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know why? Because they don't get out of the fucking house. At the beginning of 2022, a TikTok video of a tearful woman talking about friendship and loneliness made the rounds on Twitter. I have people who love me and who care about me. But it was so clear that I'm a tier two or tier three friend that has resulted in having to spend a few last two years literally alone in lockdown. And then she goes on to bitch and complain more about not talking to people. So yeah, we talked about this on here before. People she just don't don't give a fuck. Seems like she was stuck at home with her mask on. Yep. I think a lot of that goes. Another thing I want to talk about was fucking likability.
3: What would you say? Likeability? Likeability. I'm likeability. Sorry turn
2: around Okay. Point. I'm just trying to ease my back I do up. Le- read
3: lips too, by the
2: way. Well, you got to see them first. Um, people who are, at the bare minimum, likeable, like somebody you don't mind. Those people seem to do better. Even if they've got next to no skills on something, it seems like they get a leg up at a job quicker than anybody else. Right? Somebody that you can at least bullshit with. Likability takes no skill at all. Just being a nicer person gets you so much further <laughs> in this world than being. You know, I, I know for a lot of people it's it's not as easy as being likable. Some people are likable, but they're very introverted. They don't talk a lot, you know, and it can be hard for them to I understand that. I married one of them. I'm very introverted. Shit. Get the fuck out of here. It's just me and Jut. I just sent both of y'all out of here. It's me and Jut now. now. It's going to be a lonely conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it was not an agree with me. That's the best guess I could have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, was, you, I'm sure you say it a lot from hiring kids and stuff. You know, certain ones are willing to talk to you and, and do it and learn or whatever. And you have some that are willing to learn, but they give you no feedback whatsoever as, as if they understand what what you're saying. They just stare at you with dead eyes, right? Oh, man, yeah.
0: And because I, I think, you know, I think we've talked about it before. They're just spending so much time online, you know, all their interaction is through video or just some, you know, pretend character or whatever, you know, and they don't have much – you know, people skills is that it's the same thing that I think I was telling y'all last time about me handing food over these kids. Yeah. You know, they can't even interact with me handing food into the They can't be bothered. Yeah.
3: Well, it's also going back to, to parents, not parenting because of technology. It's so easy to go watch this, you know, here's your iPad, here's your phone, television, whatever. And it goes back to, most parents are having, both parents having to work. Everybody's working 90 to nothing, keeping up with the Joneses. So they're not around. They don't, you know, they're tired. They're not raising their kids. So they're letting technology raise their kids and teaching them zero social skills. And, you know, so it's, you know, it starts there. I mean, I was guilty of it. You know, if I've come home and I was exhausted, the last thing I want to do is try to take care of two little toddlers. I'm like, oh, watch the TV. You know, I got, I got to <laughs> rest. You know, so anyway. I think it also
2: I think it starts there too. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's I had a I had a mom and grandparents who you know, taught me to say things like please and thank you, mm. yes ma'am, no ma'am, yes sir, no sir. And these kids walk in to get their first job would with, with you or whoever else, you know, and they don't even have the skills to say, hey introduce themselves, or to say. Please, yes, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, sir. Whatever. They don't even have have that baseline. All they, all they know is yeah, no. That's really about you it. Know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just wondering I see it. I see some kids like out at night, gas station or whatever. Yes, sir. No, sir. Whatever. And you have the next kid to come up there and just stand, just stand there and look at the person until, until they tell them they're 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 total. And they swap their card and grab their stuff and walk out. You know, and I'm like, man, who are these people who can't have small talk, simple conversation? That little stuff like that will get you so far. Uh, me and Tink went down one time to see her mom around the holiday, maybe around Christmas or so. And I got us a room at the, the casino down there. And we went in, we got there a little later. It rained all the way down there the last leg of that road is all two lane and everybody was doing 40 miles an hour. And I was already pissed off from being stuck in this terrible traffic. We get to the casino, grab the bags, go in there and get talking to the guy who was checking the sand. you know, and I'm, I'm being, being hango, you know, Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. You know, did you have a good Christmas? This kind of stuff. And I handed him my license and he goes, Oh, you're from up there. And I said, yeah, he goes, man, I went to, I went to college there. I played basketball there. And so we got talking, you know, what what, what years he played and whatnot. He wouldn't know this, this and we just, just had a, you know, just a simple connection of he lived where I live at now. At One point he's like, hang on a second. He was over tippy, tippy, tippy top tap top and All right. You're on the very top floor. Y'all, y'all enjoyed your stale. I appreciate it. We got, I didn't think anything. I got in the elevator. It was one of like their fucking suites. He put us in, Jeez, had a damn balcony, Ting walks in and goes, this closet better not be bigger than my bathroom. And she opened up, she goes, motherfucker, it is. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> this huge walk-in closet. I'm like, well, fuck. That dude just hooked us up. And it took nothing but me saying, having a converse, a simple conversation with a guy, and we had one simple little thing kind of in common. Mm-hmm. He went to college where I live at now. And just from me, carried on this conversation. And he sounded like he had like a little bit of a speech impediment. You know, I carried on a regular, she said, you're probably the first person who's talked to that guy all day. It would not just it was around the holidays, everybody gets short-tempered with anybody in service, you know. Little things like that can give you things you weren't even expecting,
0: you know. Just yeah. being likable. Yeah. Well, well people want to do business, whatever business that is. I mean, whether it's just personal interaction or... Actual, like, getting your car fixed or if it's, like, a business deal or friendship, anything. I mean, people want to do business with, with people they know and people they like, you know. So, I mean, it's just it, – it is basics. Um, a lot of the basics are not being taught, you know, parents being busy or whatever. But just coming in talk, you know, asking for a job, the proper way to dress, the – you know, you don't have to be in suit and tie, but just be something public-friendly – you know, Clean pants
2: and a button or even a polo. It's gonna be a button. A polo shirt.
0: You Clean know. pair of pants and put on some shoes. Yeah. Take the take the tobacco out of your mouth. Don't come in with house slider, house shoes on. I mean there's even a man host slides on. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, sometimes, man, and there's just and at one point in time there was a a class that was given um at the college here. We had it in high school, basic for, skills for high school. Uh huh. Um, now I don't know if they still do that or not, but uh, there was a lady that was running the class. She <clears throat> called me up and asked if uh, if she could bring a couple of her kids by to have them interview for a, you know, or just ask for a job or whatever you know. And then if I wanted to hire them, I could. If not, that was fine. It was just for their experience. And uh, so I was like, "Yeah, man, send them by." So you know, over a period of like, I guess that six week or nine week period, whatever that semester lasted, she sent several people up. And, um, there was one or two that I told them, you know, if they wanted to come back and work, they could. Um, I don't think, I can't remember any of them doing that, but, um, you could tell that just from, just from looking at them, I, I got the feeling that all of them came from underprivileged homes or homes where it was, um, a take care of yourself type situation. Yep. So, but I was glad to see that. I told that lady, I said, Hey man, whatever you can do to help the community or help the world in that regard, man, I'll be glad to help participate in that. For sure.
3: Coming from corporate world, everything and you know, with COVID, <clears throat> I mean, everything's going to work from home. Yeah. So you're not even going to an office to, you know, cause that's learning to work with people and you're in an office and you're interacting with people um, I mean that's not happening anymore. You know, you're all staring at each other on a through on a computer. You know, I mean so. And I don't know what your opinion is, but I feel like it's just going to continue to get more and more like that. The world is going to be less interactive, and you know, and, and when you when I try to talk to all, all the departments that I know are all working from home, they won't pick up the phone. Like my company, we have the option. Like you know, they know salespeople who are on the road. You know, they won't pick up the phone. I'll call them. They'll type me back. Dude, I'm in the car. Pick up the fucking phone. I can't
2: text right now. You
3: know, it's like they, they're getting more and more. They're just behind that computer. You know, they're only going to respond by that computer. They're not going to.
2: They're becoming more withdrawn. Hey,
3: how are you? There's no, hey, how's your day? How are you doing? What's going on? It's just, you know, business.
2: So. Uh, you said something a minute ago that, that, that triggered something. About um oh I know what it was. The time that me you and and Mike Mike went to Tunica, and and we were throwing dice and carrying on and stuff. And you came over and was like, hey man, give me your card. You had ended up talking to one of the hostesses and got her on your side, and she got all of our cards went and loaded them up with all kinds of good points and everything, mm-hmm. strictly because you're you're a likable person, you're able to talk to somebody and be a normal human being,
0: oh yeah, yeah, man I'm telling you it's just easy to it it's just easy to you know miss Alabama does it on her um business trips you know try relationship building you know you just have to have a basic you know I'm sure Judd has his customers that come in you know and you as you're just getting small talk out of the way a, after business you get to know people. It's just a, and people that are behind the computer, whether they're a younger person or an older person, I think it does kind of, you know, impede that, that automatic response just to interact. I agree.
1: So, yeah. You can find some kind of common ground with anybody. Yeah. You know, you, you can talk to anybody. There's, we're all human, you know, if nothing else, we've got that going. So, yeah, it's I, – I was a nervous wreck when I first opened the shop because I was like, Fuck, how am I going to talk to these people? <laughs> and, what the hell? I know what I was getting into, you know, because I was one of those people. Picky, you know, but it's nothing.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you're coming – with your business, you're coming to somebody who's very specialized. Yeah. It'd be like somebody like going to a, a, a tattoo studio, going to a gun shop. You go to a vape shop you're, you're gonna to talk to a guy who if he if he owns it and he actually is involved in the vape community you're gonna be talking to somebody who's super specialized on a not not so much niche anymore it's yeah. it's become more of a mainstream hobby uh vaping as as has been used for for smoking satiation
3: well when but he, when i
2: when, sorry, i'm no, I was gonna say I when they do come to you they're gonna know they're gonna know real quick if you're in it for the buck or if you're in it for the stuff Right. You know, and then they come in and ask you a question. Oh, well, you can try this RBA over here. Oh, okay. Well, this guy knows the lingo. He's going to do his thing. Go ahead. You I was
3: going to say he's got that common ground with that customer right there. I mean, they're interested, you know, and then you take that commonality and then you build off of that, Right. you know, right. find a common ground. And it's, I don't know, for but, some, for some people, that's just really, really hard to do.
2: And uh, I don't understand that. Well, I mean, Mm-mm.
1: body language goes a long way too. You know, you know how somebody's feeling as soon as they walk in the door. If they're not feeling it, shut up. Sell them what they want. Let them go. Yeah. You know, you know when
2: people want to hang around and have a conversation, you can see it. Yeah, you know, and when I was sold, <clears throat> when I sold guns, I had that a lot. <clears throat> I, had, I had some customers came in every week to see what I got in, and I had customers that came in once a month because they either needed ammo or they happened to see something that was coming out and wanted to get a price on it. And then when you saw them again, they were bringing you the money to buy that piece that they had looked at <clears throat> and you knew you know, which ones that you should spend your time on. Yeah. Guys are coming in just to, just to finger fuck the guns and whatnot. You know, you'd be cordial to them, but you don't stop talking to this guy. You got on the hook on a sale to go deal with that guy. You know? Um, I don't know, man. I, I think like is because something, something as simple as likeability, as being a nice person. And saying hi to people and showing some respect, that's thats become almost, let's think about it this week, it's become uncommon to even see that anymore. When you used to, it was always a, a con- hell, I remember growing up around here, Grandpa throwing up his hand at people he met on the, on the road. Who was that? I don't know. Yeah. They wave, so I wave back. I won't be nice to them, you know?
3: Shit. I think that's also where we live. It is. We're friendly down here. Yeah. You do stuff like that up north, they're going to look at you like living in Washington for as long as I did, we didn't do that. You didn't just randomly talk to people in the store. You didn't wave at people down the road. The first time we moved back to the South, and I can remember somebody waving at my dad, and I was like, did you know him? He's like, no. I was like, why why, why did he do that? He's like, that's just what you do down here. Yeah. yeah, I didn't, we didn't do that, you know. And I wasn't, I only spent summers in the South, so I was pretty, I mean, until I graduated from high school, I was in Washington State, and, I couldn't tell you who my neighbors were. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't like that.
2: It's very true. So
3: anyway, we're friendly down here.
2: Yeah. You know, uh, Addison's getting ready to move out to the <clears throat> out of, out of the city, moving to the country. Hopefully soon. <clears throat> I told him to do the first thing you need to do: get to know the people in whatever town you move to, because they're going to be they're going to be your lifeline now. You know, get to know your neighbors. Go around and introduce yourself. Go to the fucking barber and get a haircut and go to that guy. You know, you got your chickens, take the local mechanic a dozen eggs. This is a show of goodwill because he's going to remember you when you come in in a, couple, in a couple years and you need an alternator or need a water pump or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So learning those people <clears throat> is going gonna, is gonna to be everything to move into a smaller community. You might not like it. Hell, you might not like half of them, but if shit ever happens, whether it be a flood, a tornado, a hurricane, anything, they're the ones that are filling the they're spots. They're the ones the who's going to be sitting there bagging up sand with
0: you. fire departments. For sure. Uh, you know, they're the, they're the, yeah, you're exactly right. Small town USA.
2: That's what I was telling a friend of mine in Canada about volunteer fire departments, and it blew his mind. Really? He said, you're depending on your neighbor to actually show up and put out a fire? I was like, well, fuck yeah, because if their house was on fire, I'd go help throw dirt on it or something, you know, I'd try to help out. I said that we have guys in the community who dedicated themselves to being on call in case a fire happens. I said, I said, there are what two or three actual incorporated towns in this whole county. There's not a lot. It's mostly rural communities. Yeah. I said, they don't have fire departments out there.
0: Yeah.
2: It's just the guys who happen to have a fire truck with some water and they're willing to hold hold that radio in case somebody calls with a house on fire somewhere. If it wasn't for your neighbors, you be out here by yourself. You might as well be living on an island, especially way out in the county where it's really rural. You know, like where I grew up at, where it's just trees everywhere. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, well, we knew our neighbors though. You know, you knew each other. Um. What was the other thing I read this week? Harpoon's neighbor,
3: when he was a kid, came out the front door with a shotgun.
0: What did you do? I <laughs> that was just, just being a kid, mowing <laughs> his yard, I guess, right? <laughs> no. No, what did you do? Uh, uh, Confession time. Well, were, I mean, it's just a—it was an older lady whose husband had passed away. Oh, and, like, you're picking on widows now? Holy <clears throat> shit, dude! And, you know, across the street were two households of, of kids and and we would always play and you know shoot bottle rockets and all that kind of stuff like that and she had uh she had she had uh told us or told our parents that her house had uh the roof had burned a hole through because of a Ruff bottle roll. because of a bottle rocket <laughs> You know, a bottle rocket burning through shingles and burnt. you know. It ain't going to happen. No, man, you know. So anyway, I mean, it's just a a matter of time. This old lady, she just got, you know, uh, to a point where she thought that if she took a shotgun outside, man, and waved it around and told the kids to cool out and don't be coming in her yard and all this and that, that that everything would be cool. Well, as, as soon as, you know, our neighbor's dad came home, you know, he was all like, "Oh, hey, hang on a second, man." You know, so <laughs> I got a bigger shotgun. <laughs> he goes over there, and he, you know, he just told her, "Don't be bringing a gun out anymore." You know, it'll, it'll, it, it, it won't be good. Yep. you know, don't be bringing a gun. That's that's nice way of putting it. Pointing at our kids, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, it's uh, you know, everybody in our neighborhood, man, was a uh, was was very friendly. I was telling her, you know, there was uh, a a uh, plum orchard. Right around the corner, you know, and, and
2: stuff. Well, you lived in a you lived in a, a very um like a um, where's it at? You lived like in a subdivision. sub-division? <laughs>
3: yeah. That's another big word tonight. <laughs>
2: subdivision. It was floating over my head, I just couldn't catch it. Uh, you live like in a subdivision with a cul de sac, so you actually had like a a neighborhood.
0: Yeah, you know it was it was a lot like the Leave It to Beaver type. Right. You know, <laughs> families. Everybody had kids back then. There was no internet, so all the kids were outside playing, shooting and bottle rockets, to the neighbors' house, using your imagination, and you know, and actually, you know, doing things. Uh, you had to talk. Yeah. You know, if you're going to make friends, you know, you you had to talk. You had to you know play games together. You know, throw the ball and and whatever yeah of course man any opportunity to fire off fireworks you know i mean that was that was big time i can't tell you boys i can't tell you how many uh firecrackers we have peeled open and poured out the gunpowder you know made made a pile or or balled it up in something else call that a bomb yeah (laughs) you know i mean how many of those as a kid it was a pile
2: of Black powder. (laughs) We didn't wrap it around with nails and stuff. No, we wouldn't make a bomb out of it.
0: But we would definitely chase each other around the neighborhood, man. Yeah, firing off bottle rockets and throwing them at each other. Rolling candles. Yeah, all that.
3: And you were told not to come in until dinner time. Like, and she is telling outside. all the stories today. Yeah. I like you stay it. stay outside. That's what mine were, until yeah. the streetlight came the on. the
2: We didn't get no streetlight. Yeah. Street, it wasn't a streetlight. I, was, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I didn't see a streetlight until I was seven years old.
3: I was in the country, but it was it was. <laughs> no, if you had a streetlight, she
2: weren't in the country.
3: Yeah, but where I was at and where we lived, it was If we cute.
2: wanted lights, we had to catch lightning bugs on a jar. <laughs> hope we got a bunch of them.
3: We didn't even. We played kick rock at the bus station. You kicked the rock at each other. You had other. a bus station. I did at a bus. Well, I had a, like a bus stop. You know, where you waited for the school bus to come. Not station, sorry, stop.
2: I was we, called my front yard, that's, that's the driveway.
3: <laughs> we all met at one little spot on the if street. If the rain was
2: bad, we had to row down there.
3: <laughs> I mean, you know, we just thought of stupid shit to do because yeah, you we are outside all the time. You didn't have anything else to do.
2: Do you know how many rocks rock. I hit over our road growing up with an aluminum? Softball bat, like for a grown man. No wonder I had such great upper body strength when I was a kid. We did all
3: kinds of toys. We, we made them.
2: We had this this softball bat, this big aluminum softball bat. I think it had to weigh two three pounds. You know, I, I, when I was eight, I was wouldn't choked up on it. I was swinging from the bottom of that bat, hitting rocks <laughs> over the road. <laughs> you know, I was wondering, it's like like it's just now done. I mean, no wonder like. The bats at baseball games felt so light. I was used to slinging around this bam bam club you know, around around here. I sat there and I would just hit rocks over the road as hard as I could. You know, that was my entertainment yeah tire swing. How high can I fall off and not break anything let's try <laughs> it out
3: I put a um i put a I redid my kitchen and I still had the phone plate on the wall. you know couldn't take the phone plate out of the wall, so I had my mom. Um, she she runs she she has little booths at um, you know antique stores. Mm-hmm. I said, find me an old dial rotary cell phone or a no, cell phone. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> that'd be some interesting technology. <laughs> a rotary cell phone. rotary phone because I just wanted one want to stick on the the plate just right. for you know decoration. Cover it up. So I got my daughter to come in and I said this is a phone. I want you to show me how to use this phone. I videoed it. And she first just started sticking her fingers. Like I said, here's dial your phone number. You know, so she just started sticking her fingers in the,
2: what did she realize there wasn't a button in there? She's like,
3: well, well," I'm like, that's not how you do it. So she, she, she figured that it would move. Right. And she, she, she'd do it and she, she tried to hold it. So (laughs) like, like the circle would get on the, the number. Right. And then it would go back. And she'd turn it, and it go back. She's it only goes one way. Like she couldn't understand why it, you know, wouldn't like go all the way around. And I just said, "Remember this moment. You're gonna make fun of me because I don't understand your technology, but you cannot figure out my technology. <laughs> you can't even <laughs> turn a fucking wheel. <laughs> she, she could not do it. Oh yeah. So um, just talking about you know old school things we had to do. You know, you there was you you were on the the cord and you took the cord all the way into the closet to try to have a private conversation and then i'm uh, uh, did you have party lines
2: no. M- mom did okay
3: yeah, so party lines were even where you you had to figure out if your Her neighbor mom was never on the anywhere, i should say it that your na- neighbor was on the phone while you were trying to make a phone call yeah right yeah so and hope
2: they didn't pick up when, when your ring came
3: nobody through. was walking around with a cell phone in the phone in their pocket
2: you know? well i've heard people say man i if i did something bad I got beat all the way home because it came over the party line, and everybody found out what I did. Yeah. And so I got I know, I already got four beatings, and there was That's one more waiting on me. I'm
3: party-lined.
2: Okay, Facebook's like a party line for those who don't know what a party line is. Used to. group of houses all shared one line, and they all had certain rings for that house. But now, just go on Facebook. The same thing as a party line.
3: Some of them are Googling. Google, what is a party line?
2: Yeah. Hey, Siri. Siri, what is a party line? What is a party line?
3: Party Line is a local lube telephone circuit that is shared by multiple telephone service subscribers. Would you like to hear more?
1: No. It's also a fat rail off the back of a toilet. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Button for that. That's
2: why I call Party Line a stripper's thong. <laughs> tip to tip.
3: Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs>
2: Happy Mother's Day, by the way.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Did y'all have a good time? I did. I had a good time. Just um, My son uh, grilled steak and um, a nice piece of salmon, and my daughter cooked let's see, broccoli, rice-a-roni, some garlic bread, and we had a um, strawberry cake. So it was really, food was great. Awesome. Um, my son, they, they got, got me a little gift. The daughter always gets me lotion and candles. We'll do that later, Harpoon.
2: Hey, I already had to rub his back once tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to come in and take take my credit.
3: I am going to rub something later. I am going to rub that too. So, the other thing that my son got me, and he's an old soul, uh, just you know, kid anyway. I in the bag and I pull it out, and it's a thermometer, but it's. The and he goes look I got you so he, for my porch because you know my porch is my space you know so and he knows that and but it's the old thermometer you know or like the old school thermometer and Harpoon laughed at me he says you know you just call that like the old school old timey old timey that's what I said old timey <laughs> thermometer and um I just thought well, it actually that actually had that was, mercury in it not yeah. digital <laughs> <laughs> that's not
0: right.
3: so yeah he got me one of those I thought that was pretty cool so I hung that up and um so yeah just great. Awesome. Nice weekend, thank you.
2: You know, I knew a guy who worked at Parchman for a while and he said that on Mother's Day every single inmate took a card when they were offered it. To send to send take a card to send home. Oh, okay. And he said on Father's Day we hardly ever held out any. Everybody loves their mama. Everybody. I mean I'm sure this is a rare case of some some shithead moms, but most people, you know, you call mama. Mama tried. Hmm. Didn't take.
3: I have that, in my kitchen.
2: What, Mama tried? Mama tried. She did.
1: I mean, who else is going to keep beaners in their purse?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows on the network. Also, be sure to check out the sponsors like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on some premium CBD with the promo code Hango. Also, be sure to check out mydelta8.com. Harpoon Jut in Miss Alabama. I love y'all so much and I love all 'all y'all there for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.
3: big words.